Welcome back to another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast from Trample Gaming. I am joined, as always, by Pinch and Triceratops. We're going to be covering gaming news. Of course, we're going to be covering Valorant leaks because no patch notes this week, of course. They've been delayed, but tons of news to cover. How about CD Projekt Red getting hacked? Of course, that was last week, but there's been a couple updates. Of course, we're going to talk about some big games that are coming up in 2021, some games that we're excited about. Also, <laughs> Pokemon's League of Legends style spinoff is going to be upon us very shortly, and Valve's Dota 2 is getting an anime. This is just crazy. It's just crazy. So let's go ahead. We'll kick it off with CD Projekt Red getting hit by a ransomware attack. Um, this obviously happened last week, but it's something that we didn't cover. I wanted to kind of bring this back up because I think it's important and it's something I want to talk about. Apparently, and this is from CD Projekt Red, this is from their tweet last, last week, they said an unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Capital Group, and left a ransom note, the content of which we released to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. Now, they replied to this tweet, uh, which also does have the uh, the ransom note. And again, you can find this on their Twitter. And they replied, they said, quote, to our ex-employees, as of this moment, we don't pos possess evidence that any of your personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution, i.e. establishing fraud alerts. If you have questions, please write our pri privacy team. So... This is a big deal. This is a pretty big hack. Seems to be a real problem. Uh, apparently, the hackers have now claimed that they have full copies of the source codes uh, for, I guess, the Perforce servers. I'm not exactly 100% sure what that means, but they have it for Cyberpunk, for The Witcher 3, Gwent, uh, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3, which is interesting. Uh, they also did claim that they had documents related to accounting, administration, legal, and HR, but, you know, CD Projekt Red said, you know, they don't have any evidence that that's been the case, but this is a big problem. Obviously, game companies get hacked all the time. You know, Riot's been hacked multiple times. I mean, it's it's a thing that occurs. Uh, this one seems, you know, just as bad as others, if not potentially even worse. Um just with everything that's gone on with CD Projekt Red with the release of Cyberpunk 2077. So I'll open it up. I mean, any thoughts on this kind of heinous attack on CD Projekt Red? Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Um, you know, they, they did specifically say that no uh, personal information got out, but, you know, that's always a possibility. That's really scary. Um, not to mention, you know proprietary technology, you know, all kinds of things that could have gotten out and these people just have their hands all over it. You know, it's not the first time, it's not the last time, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen, but this was still, I I don't know. I was just kind of shocked by this. The, the fact that they talked about, you know, an unreleased version of The Witcher 3 having source codes for all of these games so they have you know basically can make unlimited versions or cracked versions and put them on the dark web and people can download them which is a softball and again you, you don't want to ever see this happen but 
it does happen and it just is unfortunate timing for them yeah it's uh it's not good <laughs> i i really don't have anything else to say about it like it's it's scary that it happens but it's not anything new you know like we've seen we've seen other game developers get hacked and ddosed for years upon years yeah. right so it's like an, it's it's an unfortunate circumstance of the digital age mm-hmm. they're going to be there's always going to be a digital pirate out there who wants to make a dollar illegally this way or even you know be the robin hood of of the digital age and try to give away the give away the games or the source codes for free it's just it's it's unfortunate i guess i guess the biggest question is how do how do we as end users protect ourselves from this happening to our information when our co- when these big companies own them own our information you know i mean this is a it's a real problem when you consider that this is a pervasive issue uh, i mean last year blizzard was hacked multiple times in you know a month um well not hacked okay let me take a step back they were ddos so there were ddos attacks on their servers uh there is a difference you know and i think it is a valid thing to point out you know ddosing is really when servers get overloaded by fake traffic so they get shut down uh, which causes a lot of instability and when it comes to games like you know riots had issues with this where they get ddosed and their servers have problems and you know it's it's a common thing blizzard as well but you know getting hacked and actually losing information you know having somebody dig into your files that's scary you know getting ddosed yeah that sucks your servers have issues they go down for a little bit people can't play the game whatever it might be but when it comes to actually a intrusion and getting extracting information especially on the level that has happened here with cd project red that is the ultimate kind of scenario that is a real problem uh, for both consumers and for the publishers so yeah we'll keep an eye on this story as it develops of course cd project Red is going to be working with law enforcement to kind of see what's going on they've still said that they've they're not going to comply uh with the hackers they're just kind of they understand that it's possible things get leaked but they're taking a hard stance on it and i think they should be applauded for that i think they're doing the right thing uh still very scary situation now speaking of games and games that have come out recently and of course developers there are a ton of games that are coming out in 2021 i just want to highlight a couple because there's a couple that i'm just very very interested in uh number one and i know this is going to sound random but monster hunter rise is actually a game i've been really looking forward to um just looks really good and it's their first kind of you know game back from doing monster hunter world which was uh somewhat of a different path than the previous monster hunter monster hunter games so this just looks really really fun it looks like there's a lot of verticality in the uh fighting in a combat system so this is just 
very exciting. Of course, I'm going to have to get that uh, on the Nintendo Switch because why wouldn't you? I don't know. It just seems like a perfect game for, for portability's sake. So anyways, I'll open it up. Give me one game that you all are looking forward to in, in 2021. That's that's going to be coming out really soon. And, and by the way, Monster Hunter Rise does come out March 26th. Uh, so you can, of course, pre-order now, but uh, that's when you can look for the release date. But uh, yeah, any games that y'all are really looking forward to? This Deathloop game looks really cool. Um, I've never heard about this. Um, I don't know if you guys have, but um, I don't know. The The artwork style is really cool. The description of the game sounds awesome. Like, I'd love to play this. That's that's one game I'm definitely excited for. Deathloop seems freaking amazing like um it's the it's arcane studio it's the same studio that did uh prey which is a great game um and also did uh the dishonored games so uh and and the whole idea is that when you die you basically get to respawn like um and try to start over because you're stuck in a time loop so it's it's kind of cool. I definitely recommend to watch the trailer. Uh, but yeah, that's that that game looks fucking awesome. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I think it sounds really awesome, and I'm I thank you for telling me all of that because I've literally never heard anything about it until now. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they're owned by Bethesda. Is that correct? Uh, I believe Arcane Arcane Studio is uh, a ZeniMax corporate, like part of the ZeniMax corporation so yeah mm-hmm. uh, but other than other than death loop for me uh i'm i'm really excited for 12 minutes that's coming out uh i believe quarter one it's a it's a annapurna game or annapurna interactive game uh which is again i've talked about it on the podcast before kind of a mini version of what death loop is you have 12 minutes to change the outcome of the game basically uh, and then I also recently heard there's a new Pokemon Snap coming out, and I have the original on N64. I need the new one. So it, that looks really cool. I, I'm excited about that. And of course, as of the time that we're recording this, there is a Nintendo Direct Wednesday. So by the time this comes out, there will have already been a, a Nintendo Direct. Uh, so there will be hopefully some more games that they're going to be kind of surprised talking about. Um, we'll probably get some more information about Monster, Monster Hunter Rise and, and some other games, obviously Smash Ultimate and Pokemon Snap, like Finch just alluded to. I do think there could be a bombshell announcement. Just throwing that out there. Very possible. They have not done a Nintendo Direct in, my God, it's been like over a year. Um, I mean, really, it's been... A long long time coming here uh so 50 minutes of nintendo direct i can't wait it's going to be interesting to listen to this back and kind of see what what they talk about is there a switch pro coming uh what new games are they talking about is there like some kind of new jrpg they're going to announce is metroid coming back new fighter for smash ultimate i mean there's just a million and one different things so uh i'm, I'm glad we're talking about kind of what games we're looking forward to because we could have some even more games to look forward to, even in quarter one, quarter two uh, of this year. So very exciting. 
you know, speaking of Nintendo, we'll move into our next story. I've been covering this for a while now. Y'all know I'm very interested in the mobile MOBA space. Always have been. And there's been this talk about a Pokemon sort of League of Legends MOBA style spin-off. And when is that actually coming to fruition? Well, apparently the beta is coming in March, but only if you live in Canada. That's it. So uh, when are we getting it for, for the U.S.? Who knows? Now, now, keep in mind, what's interesting is that this is developed by the same studio that does Call of Duty Mobile and Honor of Kings, which uh, in in our in the US um, is uh, Arena of Valor, okay? So these guys have a deep experience with coming up with these mobile MOBAs. Uh, they've done this for a long time. Of course, they're a subsidiary of Tencent, so they already have kind of access to that. I just think that all of this is interesting that Nintendo and Pokemon, you know, they've all sort of teamed up to put Pokemon Unite together when keep in mind Tencent is also working with Riot on putting together League of Legends Wild Rift. So now you have Tencent that owns, you know, Honor of Kings in China or Arena of Valor here in the US. Now they're going to have a Pokemon game that's the same kind of MOBA style game and then they're going to have League of Legends Wild Rift. Like they're just totally trying to corner the the market essentially on mobile MOBAs which they could, I guess it's possible. This is just so bizarre to me that all of this stuff is happening at the same time. Um, are you guys going to play these games? Or like, I I have to ask. I will, 100%. I, one of the first games I downloaded on my Switch was Arena of Valor. Yes, great game. And it's it's so fun in, in so many different ways, just because it's so easy. Yeah, it's you a know? great game. Um, really well done i think i i mean i i'm sure as as we all are who are huge fans of pokemon right so like i i can't wait to to jump in as like a as like a charmander and try to burn some you know some bad guys or you know whatever um but yeah you you're totally right it, it it's super interesting that they're they're taking they're taking over the mobile MOBA space. It's it's crazy. Yeah, just really have not seen anything quite like this with the fury of releases from these larger developers and public, well, really publishers teaming up with these smaller developers, I guess. But this is just seems so strange to me. Like I've been very excited about League of Legends Wild Rift for a long time. I watched the the whole Twitch Rivals thing on it. Like, I, it looks brilliant. It looks fantastic. Uh, Pokemon Unite looks pretty <laughs> looks pretty cool too. I mean, honestly, from what we've seen, uh, I think that these games are honestly probably both can be really fun. I just can't believe it's like 2021 and we're still, you know, in this kind of loop with these. It's it just seems bizarre because we've had Mobile Legends Bang Bang or whatever the hell that is and you know all these other sort of like MOBA spin-off rip-offs, you know, whatever. And now here we here we're right back. We're right back around. Sarah, are you going to play this game? Nah, MOBAs aren't my thing, so therefore MOBA mobile. Mo mobile 
phobas <laughs> won't be my thing. Nah, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> if you're not already into MOBAs in theory on PC, are you going to really be into them on a mobile device? I, I don't know. Maybe? Probably not? Who the hell knows? Regardless. <laughs> Pokemon Unite, like I said, beta's coming out for Canadians only and Android users only in March. Of course, we get some more information. We'll let you know what's going on there. And of course, also with League of Legends Wild Rift when that's coming out, because I'm very excited about that game for some pretty obvious reasons. All right, so let's talk about another massive developer slash publisher. Valve's Dota 2 is getting a Netflix anime series. Can't really cannot even make that up. Uh, I'm speechless. I'm I'm literally speechless. Let, let's keep in mind, okay, that that Dota Two is derived from a Warcraft Three mod called Defense of the Ancients from two thousand three four. Okay, before then, you know, this was Aeon of Strife, which was a mod in Starcraft. And now, again, we're, we're 20, almost 20 plus years, but basically 18 to 20 years, right? Depending on when you want to look at it. And now Dota 2 is now becoming a Netflix anime series, or it's getting its own Netflix anime series. It's called Dota Dragon's Blood. Comes out March 25th, so a little bit uh, over a month from now. There is a trailer. Seems interesting. <laughs> I... I what what do you even say? What do you even say here? I I just have I have no words. Are you gonna watch it? I would assume you would. Maybe. Um. <laughs> I think I mean it's gonna be a really limited release kind of show. It's only eight episodes, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, I and it's coming from you know really good studio Studio Mirror, which made. Or M-I-R, I'm not sure how you pronounce their name, but uh, they made The Legend of Korra. So they've got some good kind of chops. You know, I think it really could could look good. But yeah, I you know, keep in mind also that Riot Games is working on an animated series for League, so I don't... <laughs> I don't know, it's supposed to come out last year, who knows when it's coming out because of pandemic, etc. But like... I don't know, maybe like if I, again, if I was like a long-time Dota fan or League fan, like I would probably be into this kind of adaptation, just because I think it's always interesting when they try to build lore around these games, but I I just, again, the, the sheer irony of the fact that you're building this lore around characters that came from characters that are based on characters from another game, and it's just so interesting. Again, I think they've separated themselves enough. Obviously, Dota 2's been out for years at this point. League has been out for decade plus at this point. I get it. Like, they can build their own lore. They can do their own things. I actually do think it's kind of interesting. Um, maybe the most interesting thing is that it took them this long to actually get to this point, but I don't know. It just seems bizarre to me, but hey, whatever. It's cool. You know? It's cool. I'm not 100% sure on it. I mean, I'll watch it because it's only eight episodes, you know? Um, but I'm I'm not a huge lore fan or like a lore. I'm not, I'm not a huge into the lore of Dota. So 
I may not even know what's going on. So moving on to our final story, we don't have patch notes for Valorant quite yet. Patch was delayed, but we do want to talk about some things that have been leaked out. Oh, there's new skins. There's all sorts of fun stuff to cover. Sarah, catch us up. What's happening right now? There are lots of new skins. There's lots of nerfs going on. Uh, it's very exciting. All of it is super exciting. A um, little bit a mm, little bit hesitant though. Uh, so the Stinger and Frenzy are getting nerfs. Uh, the Frenzy specifically is getting bumped to $500. Um, let's see, we've got new anime. Uh, it's called the Go Collection skins. Uh, it's got all the characters on different guns and uh, gun buddies and all kinds of fun things with that one. Uh, there's the new Celestial Collection, which I think might be a little bit of a nod at the new agent. We'll see. I'm not too sure about that. We don't have a lot of information going on yet for that new agent coming soon. Um, let's see what else. Uh, there's like some quality of life things. There's a whole new game mode, which I think we're going to try out when it comes out. Um, and I think we'll probably do a little review next week to let you know if we like it or not. Yeah, you know, Nitro actually from 100 Thieves came on to Twitter today and he was talking about how it's really not that big of a deal nerf-wise because you can still kind of run and gun with it and it's still really good. Uh, just because it costs $500, does that really make you, you know, switch to something like a ghost? I don't know. Uh, maybe not. But I do want to shout... I really do want to shout out Valorant Leaks because they're, they're just awesome. Like, Rumble Mike, who runs at Valorant Leaks on Twitter... He's doing the Lord's work, okay? This is just fantastic, the stuff that this man puts out here. Uh, I don't know how he... I don't know how he does it, but he just... He gets all the hot info on, on what's coming out. And of course, you know, we don't have patch notes because it hasn't been released yet, but again, what we know about what is coming and this Escalation game mode, oh man, this is going to be so fun. I can't wait to just have people to pull in to play this game because I think that anybody even if you've never played valorant before just come on in let's play some let's play some escalation um customs so, is going to be a lot of fun oh my god dude i just can't wait like this is going to be hysterical let's let's talk about the game mode a little bit i guess uh dive in here it's essentially gun game okay yeah it's it's cool i'm i i'm excited to to see how they kind of put it all together i mean the the uh little teaser video that's on on valor leaks you know at valor leaks i i saw i'm pretty sure i saw like a hundred raised bots going off at the same time you know a hundred different roombas every angle getting getting opt like that was just insane it looks like a lot of fun and i'm really excited to play it yeah you you can watch the trailer actually right now. Like if you go on YouTube, you can watch the trailer of what this this looks like so you can see what Finch is describing. I think there's a little Easter egg in that last section where all the ops are firing like against one another. I swear there's probably some Easter egg hidden in there, but I don't know. Regardless, yeah, definitely go watch it. This is even more nutty than I think we would have anticipated for a game mode like this, right? Like, they clearly listen to their community. I love the fact that the developers were just sitting there just saying, yeah, this could make sense. And they went and they made 
something that's a total twist on your your typical gun game you know with this kind of 5v5 how you earn these points per level the different abilities that you could end up having you know to deal with or have on your team it's just i'm so excited it's so so smart brilliant like fantastic bravo i cannot wait to play this game it's going to be so fun so good i'm excited i have i have like the biggest like christmas morning grin on because it, it just looks so fun because you know we we play this game and we play in comp and we're always so serious about it and this this feels like a game where it's like okay we're done playing comp let's just be stupid now for just a minute you know and we we use we use deathmatch for that or we use spike rush for that right now but like there's something about there's something about gun game that has always just been fun for for me you know like and i'm not the best i've never won a gun game ever <laughs> but it's just it seems it just seems so fun to be able to to go through this and have like an actual 5v5 kind of gun game thing sidebar can we talk about can we talk about the uh celestial melee weapon and how it's just amazing real quick the the fan with the bull on it come (laughs) on dude like it looks so good (laughs) so pretty i cannot wait like take my money for real (laughs) have you guys seen the celestial gun buddy um it's it's a little bull and he's like he's so cute um and then when it fires he turns red and he gets like little angry i said he's so cute and precious i just love him so much i just need it so bad oh my <laughs> god that is actually cool this is the power of what games can do correctly when it comes to free to play because it's like i you know, I've spent so much money on Valorant, I'm embarrassed. But am I going to stop? Yeah, maybe one day. Probably not, though. You know, I mean, maybe. We'll see. I, it's The skins they come out with, the new stuff that they come out with, the new content. You know, they're doing a good job. They're doing a really good job. I know that there have been some rough patches, but, you know, I'm just really impressed at what the devs have been able to, to keep up with content-wise considering the pandemic and adding a new game mode listening to their audience this is just stuff that i'm not used to seeing okay i i this is very strange to be like listened to and heard and felt as a community uh because <laughs> most of the other games i've played uh not a lot of listening goes on just not a lot of you know changes based on community feedback so this is just such a refreshing thing to see all right, so let's go ahead and wrap up episode, my gosh, 16, Trap Gaming's official podcast, Keybinds, how we always wrap it up, what we're listening to, what we're watching, and what we are playing. I'll kick us off. What have I been listening to? Well, brand new Dio album just dropped. This was a live in New York album that they did. It's really quite good. If you enjoy metal, give it a shot. And then, of course, Tribulation's new record, and let me just say it's so early in the year it's it doesn't make sense to try to talk about what is going to be the best metal album of the year and it's so subjective anyways but i'll tell you 
I think this is one of the best metal albums of the year. I think it's one of the best I've heard in a while. Uh, it is just really well done. The name of their new album is Where the Gloom Becomes Sound, and that is so apropos because it just is it's very good metal. So if you're into any kind of metal, check out Tribulation's latest record. Uh, Pinch, what are you listening to right now? So I made a playlist, um, kind of Valentine's-y, bunch of different love songs or you know whatever uh to pull it to pull at heartstrings because it is that time of year so uh this playlist i just named vibes because i didn't have a better better name for it but uh i'll post it in discord 33 songs two hours has everything from uh you know sufian stevens to weezer to like drake the roots it's really good. In my opinion, it's really good. Um, but that's what I've been listening to. What about you, Sarah? I actually have been listening to a new podcast. So like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, one that uh, Paradoxus listens to quite frequently. And I thought it was this one that I had uh, talked about before called um, My Favorite Murder. But she messaged me a couple of days after she listened to the podcast. And she was like, no, it's actually this one. So it's called uh, And That's Why We Drink. So it's a couple of girls who get together and obviously drink um, and they talk about like creepy things, scary things, paranormal, uh, murder, um, weird feelings uh, that resulted in something like it's it's really, really good. So I listened to it while I worked out today. Um, it's just easy listening, you know, all all that good stuff. So should definitely check it out. I love listening to a good podcast. Okay, so I've watched The Crown and I've talked about it and that was about uh Catherine the Great, right? Then I watched I watched uh or I'm sorry, The Crown was about uh Queen Elizabeth. I watched The Great, which was about Catherine the Great. This week I started watching The Last Czars. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm an idiot and I'm like, what's next, Netflix? Please tell me what I'm into. Um, <laughs> and The Last Tsars is actually about um, exactly that. The Last Russian Tsar, uh, Nicholas II, and Rasputin. And dude, Rasputin was crazy. Like, like absolutely insane. I'm not going to get into it because we could probably go another hour on this podcast about it. So go watch The Tsars because it's... It's like they do like 50% documentary and then 50% like acting out what was going on. So it's really kind of cool. Um, but definitely go watch that. Uh, Sarah, what are you watching? Uh, really quick before I get into that, uh, because, because you mentioned Rasputin, um, I actually, there's a, another podcast that the girl who does Crime Junkies, um, Ashley Fowler. Ashley Flowers, she does one called Paranormal as well, and she did an episode on Rasputin, and oh my god, like, please, like, there's so much more than Anastasia ever told you, um, it, he was, he was, uh, he was kind of insane, yeah, it's, it's a good episode, so check that out for sure, uh, but otherwise, um, I watched this weekend, uh, while Bish was sleeping in, um, the new Britney Spears 
documentary. I don't know if any of you have heard about this. Uh, it's from the New York Times. Yeah, so uh, it's basically about like her life, you know, how she came up from start uh, you know, started it out in, um, you know, the Mickey Mouse Club and, and worked her way to, you know, be doing live shows and huge tours and worldwide travel and everything. But there's kind of a darker side to her story in that, um, you know, her father had a conservatorship after she had like some obvious mental health issues. Yeah. Um, you know, so her father had control of her, basically her business, her life, her estate, everything, uh, had control of her money. Um, so actually just recently, if you guys, uh, may have heard about this as well, her father was, uh, taken off of the conservatorship. So in theory, like she should be basically free now, but we don't know yet. It's kind of still up in the air. Uh, there's this whole thing on, on TikTok over the summer about like free Britney and, um, people finding subliminal messages in her posts and videos and Instagram photos. And um, it, it seemed a little crazy, but actually seems like it was kind of warranted as well. So, um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens with her. Started watching Demon Slayer, watched first episode. Very good. Actually, I watched the first two episodes, I think. I was very, it's very interesting. I've wanted to watch this since last year. Didn't have a chance to do it. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed with what I've seen so far. It's good. Um, even from somebody who's more of an old school anime guy, right? Like I was going back and watching Gundam Wing last week. You know, Jesus, I'm so old. You know, but even I can get into it. Uh, very very cool. All right. So what are we playing on three? One, two, three. Valorant. Nailed it. What else were you playing? Oh, I played I played the other Val game this week, Valheim. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. There that's, it is. That's kind of cool. It. It's basically uh, Ark or Rust or, you know. What was that one that had a, uh, that had like the, the like customizable dick? Conan. Yeah. Conan Exiles. Yeah. Yes. What? Yes. Bishop, that was one of the mm -hmm. first games we played together. <laughs> sure was. Um Honestly, really good game. Like I don't know. I don't think I put enough hours into it to really like make a good judgment on it, but I actually did enjoy playing that game. I remember Puddles was grinding that game. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, him him and Simpson, they had they had some crazy stuff going on in that game. I was just uh, happy to be a part of it, just to bask in their glory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Valheim's good. Definitely, definitely play it. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, it's just I know it's taken over. Like the last week has just been all about Valheim, and you know what's interesting is it seems to kind of move away from the traditional chore model. You know, where it's just endless grinding of chores and crap. Like it actually seems kind of interesting. So. You know, something I actually might be interested in checking out, so I have to do that. Yeah, Par Paradoxus was actually, uh, before we started the podcast, came in here and was talking about it. She was playing with Beefy and Winter and some of the other people from Stomping Grounds, so definitely come in, you know, join the join the Discord. We don't just play Valorant here, uh, although Sometimes. we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there's, I'm sure there'll be an official stomping grounds Valheim server at some point where you get to, you know, make your gear or whatever else you do. Like I'm still in, I'm still in trash, like club and, you know, like club things to death. I heard, I heard uh winter's out here with like bronze armor. Now he's already in the bronze age. <laughs> it's crazy. Do wonder how much server hosting is we'll see this could actually be really interesting because i've been waiting for a game where all of us could play like a survival style game like this and have our own server this might be the one interesting um i've been playing tft uh just recently because they had uh some new things pop out at the end of january and i kind of taken a break because i was burnt out on like the brawler meta that was like the divine brawler meta. It kind of still is divine brawler meta right now. So it's a little rough, but uh, they've had some new champions. So it's cool. I actually think they're doing a pretty good job with this set, but yeah, team fight tactics is still good. Still fun. They got me on the battle pass again. Good Lord. Seriously, Riot, take all my money at this point. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up. Episode 16 of Keybinds. Gosh, we've been at this for so long. Thank you guys so much for joining us, listening in every week. I do want to shout out real quick, February 27th, we are going to be playing poker. So that is not next week, but the week following, Saturday, 8 p.m., February 27th. Join us in Discord, discord discord.trample.gg. Prominence Poker is free to download. Just grab it from Steam. Hop in our Discord at 8 p.m. Games will start up at 8.15. This is just for fun. Might have a prize associated. Maybe, maybe not. Either way, we're going to have a good time. Let's just play, hang out, enjoy some poker, and, you know, potentially rage it at our friends because what's what's better than that? Anyways, thank you guys again for listening. We will be back next week with another episode. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.